0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David, and joined with me is my sexy co-host, Lindsay, my wife. How are you doing, Lindsay, my wife? Pretty good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. So... This past Christmas, I surprised you with a uh, a vacation package to Universal Studios Florida, t- in which we would um, attend and do all of the Harry Potter and Hogwarts related things. Yes. There. Yeah. Yes. Something in which we uh, both of us, but especially you, were uh, ha- had been wanting to do, f- essentially since it opened. Right.
1: Yes. Very um, much so. Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, it it was a long wait between December and uh, and you know what like last week, last Saturday. Um, but we made it. and I'd say it was well worth it, right?
1: Very much so. Yes, we had a really, really great time, and I would like to mention we did not take the children, yeah, which made it even better. So um. It was a very much deserved break for us, and it was just nice. We got to reconnect a little bit, Mm -hmm. and we just did fun stuff, and we didn't have to plan three hours extra to pack up the children and take Mm -hmm. them with us for every move we made.
0: (laughs) yeah uh you know throughout this process uh of well just waiting and then like telling people like hey we're going to universal and blah blah, blah, blah be like oh are the kids excited be like fuck them kids <laughs> like it was that meme it was uh yeah we were i mean not that we wouldn't enjoy bringing the kids in fact like before we sat down to record this episode we were planning our uh our next trip which we'll probably be primarily disney stuff but we're going to try and do it um at the uh, early parts of 2023 um because we showed our son charlie some videos of the slinky dog dash the new toy story ride at uh at disney world and he lost his damn mind and <laughs> he needs to go now um, so yeah. so he thinks yeah um but yeah, so today our our goal is, it's not to be like, "Hey, look at all this awesome stuff we got to do!" Aren't you jealous? It's it's a little bit of that, but it is mostly just um, talking about our experience because it was uh, our fir- first experience going. Like I had been to Universal once before, but I I think I just graduated eighth grade. And we only went to Universal Studios. Uh, We didn't do Islands of Adventure. Um, And, you know, I, at at that point in time, I was too chicken shit to ride anything exciting. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I I didn't really take part in a lot of what the the theme parks had to offer. So I'd like to say this was, you know, definitely both of our first trips to universal and experiencing everything that it has to offer and we also did one day of um of disney parks and we'll we'll get to that as well um but like i was saying we um you know this isn't a braggadocious kind of thing we just wanted to share with you our experience uh some of the things that we learned because um, we learned a lot um Uh, some some things we learned by watching videos some things we learned the hard way Uh, and any knowledge that we we have that we can pass down to anyone that's listening that might be going uh, we would like to do that so um, but before we get started uh, we wanted to throw a quick shout out uh, we we definitely watched a just a, a plethora of YouTube channels, but the one that we gravitated towards the most was a channel called the Pew Two, and uh, it uh, we watched them so much that like we've never met them. Uh, I am official uh, an official donor to their Patreon, but like they feel like friends. <laughs> Uh, which is kind of a weird thing to say, but that, you know, that's kind of what happens when you listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos like incessantly from the same creators. Like you just feel like you're a part of their lives um, and th- they're just cool like that. Um, and uh, yeah, you should definitely go check out their videos um, and subscribe to their Patreon if you're interested in throwing them some money because they definitely have some worthwhile content. Um so, yeah, I just wanted to give them a shout out real quick because they helped us out a, uh, just tremendously. Um, wouldn't you agree? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Anyways, so before we get started, we, you know, we're not the authority figures uh, and we'll probably never claim to be. But we just, um, you know, this is uh, what, what you're about to hear. Uh, it's what worked for us and uh, some uh, we'll you know be candid we'll talk about the things that ended up not working but we ended up having a pretty good time uh, with all the planning that we we put into this so you know uh yeah here it is um let's see so um we wanted to first cover some of the like logistics regarding the the planning of our planning of our trip um, we, so I, I, since this was a surprise to Lindsay, a uh, a Christmas present surprise, I took care of everything through the Universal website. Um, and this was pretty easy to do, uh, with a few exceptions. There's a little bit of a learning curve when it comes to the, the verbiage that they use. Like you might have to go and Google some of, uh, like the the terminology that they use on the website like park to park and two day three day park to park like just all that nonsense like it can be pretty overwhelming so uh yeah that's why google is there and the also the website does a, a pretty good a decent job as well of trying to explain what it means but it did get a little confusing um let's see what what did we end up getting honey was it uh, it was the 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 two-day park to park right yes um so that uh, you want to you want to tell our listeners what that allowed us to do
1: so the main reason why we needed the park to park is because you can't ride the hogwarts express <laughs> unless you have the park the park pass
0: that yeah that's so that's a big reason
1: yeah It allowed us to attend um, both parks um, for two days. So we could have either have done like Universal and stayed at Universal like all day, one day, and then um, done like Islands of Adventure the next day. And then the Hogwarts Express goes actually between the two parks. So we could have, you know, or we could spend like half the day at one and then half the day at the other which is kind of what we did both mm-hmm. days. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So yeah, if you are looking to plan your trip and ride the Hogwarts express, uh, you, so you can pay for tickets. Like there is a, a ticketing booth right outside the ride in both, um, Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley where you can purchase just tickets to ride the Hogwarts express. Um, well, you can, you can add on the park to the park. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it's if I'm not mistaken, it will be a little bit more expensive buying it there on the spot rather than buying it in advance, which is going to ring true for pretty much anything and everything that you uh, will spend money on um, in the parks, uh, with the exception of the things you can only get when you're inside the parks. So, I don't even want to get into our flight stuff <laughs> Cause that's its own thing. We, we ended up flying through spirit and the flight itself was, was great. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for the snafus of having some of our baggage misplaced and having a six hour layover in Fort Lauderdale, um, and them not telling us that the flight was delayed until like 30 minutes after the flight (laughs) was supposed to take off. Uh, it, uh, you know I would have given them more uh, a, a better rating than I I would have so you know the when you're looking at flight info just know you know spirit is going to be one of your cheapest options but uh, you will pay it for it in other ways so you know just there uh, take that as it is there are a couple of vacation packages to purchase on the Universal website there's a couple themed ones and it, it was no uh, question which one we needed to buy. It was the Harry Potter one. Um, so what this included was uh, two park tickets for two people. So for me and Lindsay. And it... Uh, um, so yeah, we were able to do two parks um, on, on both days. Uh, we went on a Monday and Tuesday. And then it included... Uh, breakfast for one day at the Three Broomsticks in Hogsmeade, and then the next day it included breakfast for uh, the Leaky Cauldron. I mean, we did have to wait in line. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't very long. Like, for, for both, I think it was maybe about 10, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes max. Um, and then once we sat down, the food was there like very quickly like it's a the kitchens in both are a very well oiled machine so
1: and um, the breakfast selections for both were pretty limited as well you yeah. should mention that
0: right yeah Um. there's like a uh, a traditional English breakfast which is um, you know like it's got they have like eggs and beans and some other stuff so I mean if you're interested like if you're daring and you want to Try like a traditional English breakfast that I'm assuming is Americanized in some form or fashion, uh, then go for it. But I stuck with the tried and true pancakes and, uh, and bacon, which was, was pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Um, so, yeah, like I was saying, it, it comes with uh, the two breakfast reservations. Your food is already covered. Um, that was one thing I totally forgot about, uh, or maybe even didn't realize, um, when you order through the Harry Potter vacation package, your food is already covered. So that's, that was kind of nice. Like we went in, that was one thing, uh, that we didn't have to worry about paying for.
1: And if you didn't make these reservations, it's, um, I guess a good thing to note that breakfast would have been seventeen ninety nine a person.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, everything is... Vastly more expensive. No, no, uh, that shouldn't be a surprise um, to, to anyone that, you know, once you step inside the grounds, everything <laughs> is very pricey. Um, our vacation package also came with a co- uh, fun little like, uh, uh, what was it? Shutter. Uh, Shutter bees, I think. Um, I keep on wanting to call it Shutterfly, but I I, I don't think that's it. It's not it. It was like
1: Shutterbees, I think.
0: No, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, There's uh, there's a fun little like uh, picture place in Diagon Alley where you can go and they like. It feels kind of silly and ridiculous, but it's fun. Um, Like they have you do like these little movements and like look at things, and um, you're doing it all in front of a green screen, and you know you're basically like watching frogs like hop along like in a you know like a a birdie bots like you know or uh, honey dukes
1: yeah the frog the chocolate frogs and honey dukes
0: Mm -hmm. um and and then like you're and another one is like you're in um hogwarts and looking at some of the pictures on the walls and just neat shit like that um
1: so the point is to make you into like moving photographs like mm-hmm. you see in Harry Potter. Right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, not the highlight of the trip, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's inside. And like so we booked it at like what was it like one o'clock? 1 o'clock. That was a p- pretty well timed thing because, you know, it's like high noon and it was fucking very, uh, very hot. Uh, so it, already in May. Yeah. Um. Well, it's Florida, so you know. Um. But it, it turned out to be a, a pretty well-timed thing where we got to go inside for a little bit and beat the heat. Uh. Let's see what else did it come with. Um. I think really the last thing is it came with this cool little box. Like we got maybe a week before our trip, and it said like you know we're excited to welcome the Dassaw family and. Uh, you know it's like this commemorative you know wizarding world box that uh, you open it up and it's hollow inside and it's got uh, like your lanyards um, to carry your your cards and your hotel key and, and all that
1: and it had luggage tags in it
0: yeah yeah it had fun little luggage tags too that was really cool um, I think that's pretty much it for the uh, the vacation package stuff. Um, so we did stay on property, um, at the, let's see, what, what hotel was it? The Endless End-
1: Summer Dockside.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's two brand new resorts there, um, on the Universal property. There's the Endless Summer Surfside and Dockside. And like Lindsay said, we stayed at the Dockside. There's really no difference between the two as far as prices go. Um, the aesthetics are relatively similar, uh, the surf side is on uh, or close to a small body of water uh, it's like
1: a small little like man-made lake yeah
0: yeah i mean it's not huge but you know it's I, I think a like our a couple uber drivers uh that we used they said that a water park you uh, like was there up until a couple years ago yeah um so yeah we we did stay on property and that was incredibly beneficial we um definitely recommend that we'll we'll get to that here in just a second with some of the recommendations that we have so the surfside and dockside in they are going to be your cheapest options and they are not dinky like you know they're not like oh you walk in and you're oh like well, i can see why they're the cheapest options like they were perfectly adequate for what we needed
1: if you're not planning on spending much time in the room, they're perfect. Um everything was clean. Um there was two queen-size beds in our room. Um you know, everything you know, we're a small fridge and a TV and you know,
0: on-demand channels. Yes. That was neat. <laughs> we don't have that out. <laughs>
1: And, uh, but it was very clean, um, you know, it had everything that we needed as far as the room. And I mean, we weren't really in there too much, No, so yeah. we just needed a night, a decent place to, you know, lay down.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. But we also wanted to stay on property to take advantage of the perks of staying on property. Um, and like I said, we'll, we'll get to that here in just a second. Um, Let's see. So, so before we get into our, you know, our day to day, like I said, we wanted to talk about some things that we recommend. And like I just said, uh, staying on property, um, the the perks that come with staying on property, uh, the shuttle. That's probably yes. the biggest thing, right?
1: Yes. Universal is very different than Disney in that the t- the two parks, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios, are like literally right next to each other. You literally walk into City Walk and you can see Universal on one side, Islands of Adventure on the other. Mm-hmm. So the shuttles are basically just going back and forth between city walk and the hotel right so we never had to wait like for a shuttle like for the most part um they were always like right there or if we had to wait maybe two or three minutes it was never a long time yeah and there was like a shuttle like oh (laughs) it's like oh we got there oh there it is
0: (laughs) So. Yeah. yeah, they advertise that uh, the shuttles come every 15 minutes, but it's it's sooner than that. Like, the most we had to wait was literally just waiting in line to board the buses um, or the shuttles, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, the I, I think the longest we waited was maybe the... The first day we went to the parks, we stayed to watch the uh, the Hogwarts light show that they do, uh, which we will get to that. And uh, so we were leaving the parks around 9 o'clock, and that is when the parks close. And so there's, you know, this max, mass exodus of people from the parks. And... Um, You know, no surprise that with those two hotels being new and being the cheapest options, a lot of people use them. And so, but still, like, getting in line and getting through the line, like, there's, like, a million buses that...
1: Yeah, like, literally, um, the people in front of us filled up one bus. It took off, and within a minute or two, there was another bus right behind it, and we just got on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, and in the mornings... um, if you are going to, uh, if you're going to take advantage of the early park admission, uh, which is something that we also recommend, uh, like the day we were leaving, we didn't, I didn't really notice this before, like the amount of uh, shuttles that show up in the morning. But like when we were waiting for our shuttle to take us to the airport when you know our trip was over, like there was three or four buses lined up, uh, just you know, ready to take people to, to the parks for early park admission because it's a wise idea to, to do early park admission, especially if you are going, um, like, this summer um, or during any busy times of the year. So, yeah, that is uh, early park admission is definitely something that we recommend as well. Um, it is only, uh, they only do it for Islands of Adventure and Volcano Bay. Uh, they they don't do it for Universal Studios the the regular regular universal Studios park uh, but that that kind of works out because most of the stuff that gets really busy that everyone wants to ride is in islands of adventure so um, let's see oh yeah uh, taking advantage of park reentry so, we we definitely took advantage of this. Um, this is something that we thought was really cool you could do. Like, you could leave the parks uh, in, like, the afternoon, go back to your hotel, take a nap, and go back at, like, 4 or 5 in the afternoon or whenever. And, um, you know, let the crowds die down a little bit or at the very least, like, uh, let the sun set a little bit so, you know, it's not so blazing hot. And, uh, and then continue writing stuff, and you're all refreshed from taking a nap. And we did that both days. And, uh, yeah, you'd recommend it, right?
1: Definitely, yes.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. It, it was very surreal, like, going home and then, or, or going back to the hotel and then, like, taking a nap. and Just knowing that you're going to wake up and then go back to the parks. It, it was just a very weird feeling to me, but um, kind of cool. So
1: yeah. And that's another thing is like the ride from the parks to back to your hotel is like less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not like it was like this huge ordeal to like leave the parks, have to get on a bus. It's not like this is a 30 minute trip or something.
0: Yeah. It's going to take longer for you to walk out of the park and to the shuttle Um, because you do have to, uh, after you exit the park, like Lindsay said earlier, you, you, all roads lead through City Walk at the beginning and the end, because um, City Walk is the first thing that you you come to. So you'll have to walk through City Walk and then walk back out through the security gates and then you know back to the the shuttles. So you'll spend more time walking to the shuttles than it takes for the shuttles to get you back to the hotel. So um, let's see, and then. Uh, I think the last thing I had, and this was uh, one of your pro tips, was uh, try to ride rides as you come to them. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Um, I just was saying, like, there's no point in trying to, like, ride rides by zigzagging across the park. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to do a lot of walking regardless. Um, So, there's no point in you know, leaving Jurassic Park, going to, you know, uh, Harry Potter, then going to Seuss Landing, then coming back to Harry Potter, and then going back to <laughs> you know, there's no point in doing that. Um, it's much better, I think, just to um, pick a direction and just kind of follow that around, and then yeah. hit everything as you come to it.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't be afraid to find uh, the the maps for the two parks well before your vacation and kind of map out, uh, you know, a tentative game plan. It's okay if you don't stick to it, you know, shit happens, things come up, you know, especially if you are bringing along kids. Even if you're not bringing along kids, uh, you it could just be you and your partner, and you could hit a point where you still have like three rides left that you want to do before you go back to the hotel for the afternoon, um, and take your nap and you might hit a wall and be like, I am done. (laughs) Like I need to sit down. And and that kind of happened to us. One of the days where, um, you know, we, we had grand plans on writing a bunch of stuff in the, the morning to, you know, early afternoon. And we were just, we were done because the heat was, um, you know, uh, it was hot.
1: Yeah, I will say that this trip made us feel old. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. at least for me. I was just like this yeah, I'm definitely I'm old now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was kind of surprised at how well I held up. I mean, it was still hell on my body and I feel like I'm still recovering. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I am still recovering undoubtedly, but yeah, it, it I definitely suggest uh, if you work like a desk job and you are you have a pretty se- uh, sedentary lifestyle right now like get a gym membership or take some laps around your neighborhood or something like get <laughs> a couple months before your trip like get your ass up off the couch and do some some body work exercises and just to get some you know some functional strength going so yeah um, yeah, that's it as, uh, as far as things we recommend, um, we, uh, right now we want to dive into the good stuff and talk about our day, um, our, our days, plural. Like we said, we, we definitely took advantage of the, um, the early access, the park early access and every, everyone and their mother beelines for the, the newest Harry Potter themed ride, which is. Help me out here. It's Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Yes. I think that's the whole title. I, I We just paraphrase it as Hagrid's because um, that's way too long a title to try and regurgitate every time you want to mention the ride. Uh, but, yeah, there's a good reason why everyone beelines for this ride uh, because it gets backed up pretty damn quick. Am I right?
1: Yes, very much so. I will say... Um, they have several coasters, and mm-hmm. it moves relatively quickly, but that queue is long. Yeah. Like, long. I'm talking, like, more than a mile long.
0: Yeah, it's it's got to be at least a mile long. And, Lindsay, like you said, there's, um, it's very efficient. Like, once you get up to the actual ride, you'll step on a conveyor belt. Uh, like, it's one of those moving sidewalks. Uh, because the ride <laughs> literally never stops going. Um, and like, you, it's like double Dutch that way where you just hop in and uh, that, that's how they're able to keep the line moving consistently. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, we, we went straight for this ride. Um, one thing to know about Hagrid's uh, and we'll, we'll note this about the rides as we, we come to them. Um, Hagrid's is a uh, I don't what I don't know what you want to call it like a a locker ride where you they want you to put most of your belongings in a locker like you won't be able to take any backpacks or like fanny packs on there like we were able to bring our cell phones on there um, but uh, like if it's not in your pocket um, or like attached to you as a piece of clothing, then it has to go in a locker.
1: Your lanyard, you were allowed to bring your lanyards.
0: Right, yeah. Um. I, I don't think we ran into... We didn't run into any rides where you had to um, put your lanyards because, you know, you can just simply tuck those inside your shirt. Right. Because, <clears throat> like, uh, what most people do is put their park ticket in your... Uh, in the little clear sleeve of your lanyard um, and that is... The way that you will access a locker um, yeah. and lockers are are free as long as you just need like the small one, like the 14 by 18 size locker that fits, you know, like a, a decent size backpack. Um, but yeah, so you'll go through the queue for about maybe about eight to 10 minutes. And then uh, like most of that is walking And then you'll get to the lockers where you'll have to jump out of line and rent a locker real quick, put your put your stuff in there, and then get back in line. And then do do some more walking. But that's where the uh, after you put your stuff in the lockers, that's where you see like the really cool shit for the ride. Um, All the
1: theming, you mean? The what? The theming, you mean? Yeah, like
0: like the huts and
1: yeah, you um, saw Hagrid's house mm -hmm. and. Um, It's kind of like you're going to a magical creatures lesson. So we kind of went through some classrooms where we saw things like dragon eggs and Mm -hmm. um, various creatures. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: yeah, the the cue for this is a lot of fun. Like no matter what part you're at, there's always something to, uh, to look at. Um, it, it's really fun, and I mean, I wouldn't say like interactive, but there's there's just like the atten- amount of attention to detail that they put into it is um, beyond measure. It's amazing. Um, like there's this one part where you see like uh, like these dragon eggs and like on shelves, and um, they have a simulated like skyline um, in the ceiling where like at first I thought it was like just windows but i'm pretty sure it's like simulated to to look like you know the outside is shining in just so they can like set the mood for you know different parts of the line um but yeah the the line is awesome and then you know the ride is amazing it's uh it's probably my favorite harry potter themed ride it's uh, everyone's favorite <laughs> You think so? It's why it's so busy.
1: I mean, and it's the only one without, except for the Hippogriff, without any like three D screens.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely an important thing to note. So, like, uh, I guess it could potentially be a bummer or a plus, depending on uh, your approach to rides. Um, the like, like Lindsay said, uh, so you have um the hogwarts um forbidden journey is Yes. hogwarts forbidden journey uh you have gringotts and
1: hagrid's and then you have the hippogriff
0: right but is is the hogwarts ride and gringotts the the only two that uses um i guess uh, you could sort of kind of count uh, the hogwarts express as um using a little bit of 2d or 3d 40 kind of elements but you don't need glasses for those um yeah like hagrid's aside from flight of the hippogriff which is definitely a kiddie ride um or a ride for children um hagrid's is like the only true legit roller coaster that. uh
1: but it doesn't go upside down or anything
0: right yeah it's um but, but it's pretty fast it is very fast. Um, so you you do have a motorcycle and a sidecar, and um, we we took turns because we both days we we rode Hagrid's first, um, both Monday and Tuesday, and we switched it up on um, you know uh, the second day. I did the sidecar and Lindsay did the motorcycle, <laughs> and she agreed with me that the motorcycle is a bit more intense. So if you're looking like you know it's gonna suck your face off regardless, but, um, the, uh, you know, being on the motorcycle, you're up in a, in a more pronounced position. Um, so, uh, just with that, that natural position, you're going to feel a lot more of the intensity of the ride.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, you're in the sidecar, you're kind of like tucked down a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. Like the motorcycle was super fun yeah. um but there were a lot of kids in the ride so if your kid is a little nervous i would definitely recommend they do the sidecar
0: yeah yeah that that is the the cool uh, trade-off with you know the bike being a little bit more intense than the sidecar that like you know if you are like Lindsay said riding with the kid you um you know you can stick them in the sidecar and they won't have as intense of an experience. Um so so yeah, Hagrid's is amazing, you know, like we said, it's the newest ride that um that they they just recently built. There is no express uh express line for it. That's another thing we, we forgot to mention. We did do express passes for both days. Um if you're unfamiliar with express passes and how they work, Uh, It's relatively simple. Um, It's kind of like Universal's version of like Fast Pass. What what Disney had for Fast Pass. I mean, it's lightning lanes now and it's significantly more complicated. um, Yeah,
1: Universal's system is so much easier. Yeah. Like literally, you just go get in the line. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) It's just a
0: shorter line. (laughs) Yeah. There's no like booking and, and whatnot. Well. When we get to our, uh, you know, one single day at Disney, we'll talk a little bit about the, the Lightning Lane situation and how much that's changed. But uh, yeah, like, I'd, especially if you're going during a busy part of the year and ex, uh, buying the Express Passes is a no-brainer. Um, it it was,
1: cuts your wait time in half, Yeah, basically. Um, so if you're looking at a 70-minute wait time it's going to be cut down to 35
0: if if that and we we discovered that um they they usually over um overestimate on on times yeah like we you know we uh they they would say like hagrid's was like 70 or 80 minutes or something like that and i don't think we i mean the, the first day like I think they were having to run the carts to uh, to make sure that everything was okay. Maybe something happened. But they had but-
1: some sort of delay the first morning. Like, they were actually coming over the loudspeakers and mm-hmm. are like, this magical creature's lesson is currently postponed. <laughs> and-
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that was kind of fun. How, like, they, they don't drop character for... Uh, for letting you know that the ride is delayed um, I mean some people did Like get out of line And they're like you yeah, know screw this we're, we're not waiting But you know jokes on them cause, Like five six minutes after they left The line was moving again Yeah. So if that happens To you I'd say To stick it out for a few minutes Because uh, there's a good chance That um, it could be Up and running in no time but, yeah, uh, back to Express Passes, 100% worth it, especially if you're doing it uh, or going to the parks during uh, the busy season. Um, they're, they are a little bit pricey, and the prices do fluctuate depending on the time of year, uh, but 100% worth it. Um, let's see, after uh, Hagrid's, we did uh, the Hogwarts Forbidden Journey, and this one uh, made me sick. <laughs> not physically sick I, I didn't I didn't throw up or anything but uh, you know when we got out I was definitely like leaning on my knees like oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was white in the face after this one uh, which is a shame because like objectively it's a really cool ride. Uh, it is a cool
1: ride um but the 3d screens just aren't very fun. To me they're, they're not as fun as like actual props and scenery mm-hmm. and this ride actually has a combination of both it yeah. has like the 3d screens and then it also has like some of the Dementors and different things and yeah. the yeah. dragon at one point was yeah, some
0: cool practical effects
1: yeah um, but yeah that the screens just you know that's one of the downsides of the Gringotts ride because it's all screens
0: I, I, yeah I I'd say and we'll elaborate a little bit more on this. Uh, I think Green Gods does it the best though. I mean yes. it, that that could just be me. Maybe because it is is Gringotts newer than Hogwarts? Do you know or or were they both? Or it has to be because Diagon Alley was built second. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, maybe just the technology had improved. Uh. You know. Between building. Um. Hogsmeade and uh, Hogwarts and then building Diagon Alley with Gringotts and everything. Maybe just the technology of like the the 3D rides got a little bit better. I will say
1: the one cool thing about the Forbidden Journey is you actually get to go through the castle. Yeah. And you see some cool props and you see a lot of different things. Um, You know, you see a lot of moving portraits and...
0: The, if there is a downside to the Express Pass, that would be it, right? You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so with the Express Pass, you miss part of the line, so you can miss some of the theming.
0: Yeah, like you will skip all the way through uh, like the Herbology room, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so um, if you are a die hard fan, then you might just want to stick it out and go through... Um, the regular line at least yeah. once mm-hmm. so i will say in the afternoons when we came back the wait times were lower so that mm-hmm. may be something to look for um if you go as well
0: yeah yeah like there's a it, it's definitely a good idea to like Lindsay did this she downloaded the universal app as well as the uh, like a, a third party uh, but very reputable app that was just that just focused on wait times and she so she had a much better idea than I did of like when rides hit certain you know like wait times like throughout the day in short uh, yes the express passes are awesome but um, like Lindsay said, you do miss a, out a little bit on the the aesthetics. Uh, like they, you know, they plan for people to be waiting on in line, so they they paid a lot of attention uh, when when designing the queues so that you would at least have cool stuff to look at when when going through the line. So, um, okay. let's see. So after that, we we did Ollivanders, right? Yes. Yeah. So
1: I could get my wand.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that experience?
1: Um, so they just do like a little show, very much like what's in the movie, where mm-hmm. they pick usually a child. Yes. Um, yeah, if you're an to, adult,
0: like, don't get your heart set on getting picked, because it's usually a kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so they do a couple of tricks with the lighting or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, give it a wave, and then, like, something silly would happen. And mm-hmm. like, oh, not that wand. And then, you know, they give her another wand, and, oh, give that one a wave. Oh, something else silly happens. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like then,
0: drawers and, uh, uh, or, like, wands will start to, like, f- you know, come out of the shelves and stuff.
1: Yeah, and, like, um... The lighting, like flashes and stuff, Mm -hmm. and um, and then finally they'll get to the, you know, last wand. She gives it a wave, and then it kind of, you know, ah, you know,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the clouds part, and you know, (laughs) obviously comes down. Yes, well, the wand wand.
1: chooses the wizard, so this is the right wand for that person. Right. Um, so it's just a cute little show, maybe ten. 12 minutes maybe it's that yes um we had to wait a little bit but a lot of times from what i understand they have two shows running at once um during the busier times Mm -hmm. so um i think we only there was only one when we were waiting and we had to wait Mm, probably 20, 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah, it, it
0: wasn't bad. No, um, and, and
1: it was in the shade, and I will say Universal does a good job of, like, providing more shade than Disney does.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's a thing. I mean, like, granted, we, we spent quite a bit of time in Galaxy's Edge, and, um, and uh, what what is the The part of Star Wars Land that you're supposed to be in, trees are not a thing, um, so it wouldn't really be on brand to have like big trees. Yeah, but they could for... have
1: done like arches, or had you walk through like some shops, or mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the, it's it's not shadeless, but like like you said, it, Universal, there, there's a lot more opportunities for for shade. Yeah,
1: and then even like in Disney and, like, Toy Story Land, there's just no shade.
0: <laughs> no. There's the, none. Yeah, there's... Uh, I mean, they, they had some umbrellas that, like, we saw a family leaving and we were like, oh!
1: <laughs> we yes. just, like,
0: ran in there Let's and then... Pushed
1: the small child down.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I This just rem, uh, reminded me, like, don't be afraid to, like, strike up conversations with people like while you're waiting in line. That's a, a good way to pass the time. Like, we did that all the time. Even if it's just, like small little like you know how do you do's and, and what not like Orlando you know no surprise is uh, a major tourist destination so you will meet people like we met people from London and other parts of the UK um, you know we, we met people from uh, Edmonton uh, like all over the place so it was it was cool to like get little mini doses of culture <laughs> 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 and uh, and learn about other parts of the world, just in, in like a microdose level. So that that was kind of cool. Yeah. After the the show at Ollivander's, uh, the the doors open up to the the shopping part, and you get to go, you know, shop for wands and other, you know, wizarding accessories. Uh, they have robes and stuff too. So yes. What uh, you which wand did you end up getting,
1: Professor McGonagall?
0: I know that but I just <laughs> wanted to phrase it in the form of a question <laughs> to make it more interesting um, yeah her wand's pretty dope um, all the wands there are really cool uh, and of course the, if you haven't read about it the there's a, a uh, there's like two different types of wands there's like regular wands um, that are a little bit cheaper and then there's ones that are a little bit more expensive but they have like the magic capabilities like there are there's like gold or bronze uh like what do you call them
1: like a placard in the sidewalk
0: yeah like on the grounds um like outside of shops where you stand and you can like flick your wand i don't know if there's like a, a specific instruction yeah on- they're
1: on the placard it shows you um exactly how to move your wand Right. what spell you're doing.
0: Yeah, and uh, you can make, like, little things in the shop window move and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't think we even really did that. We were like, eh, let's, let's save it for next time or something like that. It's, like, there was a lot of people doing it, and it was, like, little kids, and it's not like we were embarrassed to go and try and do it, but, you know, we just <laughs> felt like we... Be- just leave, let the kids do it. and
1: Yeah. Like it just wasn't like a major thing that I just had to do or anything. Right. Um, so I was too busy like taking pictures and just soaking in like being there. Yeah. And being surrounded by all the theming and everything. It was just really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then uh, after Ollivanders, we did <clears throat> breakfast at the Three Broomsticks. Uh, you know, we talked about that a little bit earlier where you just um, you get in line you order your food this is an opportunity where you can order butterbeer which comes in three styles it comes in just regular chilled comes in frozen and then it comes in hot Uh, we did not try the hot Um, I did chilled on the first day and Lindsay you did frozen correct Um, and then the second day when we did leaky uh, the leaky cauldron I did frozen again just frozen is king like yeah it was really good yeah it's and like it actually so it's sweet but it's actually not as sweet as you might think it's it's not just like you know uh, 15 ounces of melted sugar (laughs) with some caramel syrup um it's not bad um so uh, yeah it's yeah it's delicious um, and a must do for, even if you just try a sip of someone's, um, you know, getting uh, taken part of butter beer, it's just a must. Um, and and they also have some other stuff like pumpkin juice, um, gilly water, which we believe is just bottled water, but sold at like four dollars <laughs> or five
1: dollars. Yeah, it was something crazy. It was like five ninety nine or something. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know if it's. Um, uh just filtered or if it's um got uh, some fizz to it like if it's carbonated or anything e- either way it's I-, I think it's just water could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's what it is um and then after breakfast we did the hogwarts express and we rode it from hogsmeade to diagon alley uh like we said earlier you must purchase uh either tickets ahead of time um the park to park tickets or tickets at the um the right outside the train station, um, so you can go between the two parks. Um, we, you know, uh, like we said earlier, we. Uh, I mean, we suggest doing the Hogwarts Express. It's not the full Harry Potter experience <laughs> if you don't do the Hogwarts Express, and you have to do it both both sides. You have to ride from Hogsmeade to Diagon Alley and then vice versa.
1: Yeah, it's different mm-hmm. depending on which way you go.
0: Um, I will say, ah, this isn't necessarily objective, but I, like, hands down, going from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade was better, um, I, I thought, like, it was more entertaining, um, it did uh, this might have just been coincidence it did take us a lot longer like waiting in line and and whatnot but it could have just been like the time of day like it was later on in the afternoon like around six or seven that we were trying to do it Mm -hmm. so a lot of people were trying to probably squeeze like the last bit of entertainment for the day before things start to wind down um but yeah, uh, writing the Hogwarts Express is a must. Um, you're not a true Harry Potter fan unless you do it. <laughs> so, um, once we got to Diagon Alley, we did escape from uh, escape from Gringotts, which is incredible. Um, <clears throat> I I get motion sickness pretty easily. Lindsay does too, right?
1: The 3D rides really do me in. Everything else, I'm fine with. It's the 3D stuff that, for whatever reason, it just does me in.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you used to be, like, hands down, much better with motion sickness than I was. But it seems like, as we've gotten a little bit older, a little bit more long in the tooth, uh, we're kind of on the same level with the the 3D and 4D rides. Um, But... Uh, um, Escape from Gringotts is probably the best. Like we said a little bit earlier, it's maybe the technology is just a little bit better, but it's really cool because there's parts uh, or the the parts that are like 3D, um, that are like projected holographics. Like it it's it looks so freaking realistic, and the, how it integrates with the actual ride, um, because you know you're not just on like this cart on rails like just kind of zooming through like you actually go like you know it shoots down and around and stuff like we don't want to give too much away and, and spoil too much but you know it's it's not just like a you know you're on rails like it, it's it's an actual ride and but it's interactive and it's got these holographic projections and um yeah it's it's a lot of fun um, and then after that, we did that, that Shutterbug or Shutterfly, what, whatever it is, um, the, the photo op experience. And then we took a break. That was around like 1.30, 2 o'clock, something like that. We went back to the hotel, took like a two-hour nap, felt really good. <laughs> yes. Because, um, you know, if you do the, the early park admission you're waking up at like 6 o'clock, something like that, uh, in order to get to the parks around like seven or so, um, and the lines back up very early, so that's definitely something to be aware of. Um, once we uh, came back to the parks later on that afternoon, around uh, I want to say maybe five five thirty, uh, we did uh, we did the Hulk, and Lindsay really liked this ride. Yeah, it was probably right. been my
1: favorite. Yeah, Pro- my favorite non-Harry Potter ride, anyway.
0: Right, it's a lot of fun. Um, the Hulk has been there for quite a while, uh, but it still lo- like it looks brand spanking new. Um, the it, the The queue is a lot of fun, um, e- even if you ha- uh, have the express passes and get to go around like the back alleyway. Like you still, there's still fun stuff to look at, and it, you know, it they kind of simulate like you going or getting exposed to gamma radiation and, you know, becoming the Hulk. And there's, uh, you know, when when you get on the ride, you know, there's a part where, you know, you're doing that traditional incline, uh, you know, where it's building up to that very first drop and there's something very unexpected (laughs) that happens. Um, And, like, you can kind of see what I'm talking about once you get there and like you, you can just stand outside the ride and watch people like ride it like come out of this tube or tunnel but it, you really don't realize how abrupt it is until you ride it yourself <laughs> but it's it's a lot of fun yes. um, this is another big locker ride um, nothing can go with you except for your lanyard like um like, hats, wallets, cell phones. If it's not clothes or your lanyard, um, you can't bring it on the ride.
1: Yeah, and you do go through metal detectors. Right, yeah.
0: Um, you can bring your Apple Watch. Um, it was thing, like, everyone that had a watch, like, you basically cover up the the face where the metal part is and then walk through the metal detector. Um, but... Uh, yeah, you know, that's that's just for insurance purposes, I think. Just to make sure that uh, you don't end up losing anything and you end up suing the, <laughs> the parks because you lost your cell phone. Um, but yeah, uh, the Hulk was uh, amazing. That was, uh, aside from Hagrid's, that was the only other ride we did twice, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, and I, I guess, um, I mean, if you want to count the Hogwarts Express... Yes, uh, which is a ride, but it's not a thrill ride like no. Hagrid's and the Hulk. Um, after the Hulk, we did Spider Man, which was a lot of fun. Um, it's three D though. Yeah. Fair warning. Yeah, it, it, that that one is three D. It's not too bad. Um, it, it I think it's a little bit of an older ride, but it it still holds up. It's got a it's got a Stan Lee cameo, which is amazing. Yes. Um,
1: and just so you know, um, Spider-Man and the Transformers ride over in Universal are very much the same. Like, same type of ride.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, Transformers is a little bit longer, um, I'd say.
1: Yes, I think so, too.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll elaborate a little bit more on that when we get to it. Um, so, yeah, Spider-Man was cool. The, the gift shop for Spider, Spider-Man was awesome. Maybe I'm, I'm just subjective because Spider-Man has historically been one of my favorite comic book characters and um, MCU characters and just overall, you know, favorites. Um, but, yeah, that was awesome. And then we did the, the Popeye ride, uh, the only water ride we ended up doing. Really, mm-hmm. um, which was just one of those, you know, like circular tubes. You all sit in a circle and you go down, you know, this river and you splash into walls and you get wet. We, we got soaked.
1: Yeah, like drenched, soaked. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, they did have a, a compartment to put all your stuff in to keep mm-hmm. it dry. Um, so that was nice. Like you didn't have to do lockers or anything. Um, and it worked fine. Nothing got wet. No cell phones or anything got wet. Right. Um, But yeah, you are soaking wet. There <laughs> wasn't a dry thing on me when we got off that ride.
0: Right. They they actually do have like these uh, like kiosks that you can go stand in and dry yourself. We, we didn't end up doing it, but I, I guess it like is just a a full body equivalent of a hand dryer in a, in a bathroom, <laughs> in a restroom. Um, I'm assuming that's, that's how it works. And you can kind of quickly or get in there and dry off a lot quicker than you would just by walking around or, you know, letting the sun beat down on you for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Popeye, that, w- that was fun, you know, to get wet for a little bit. Uh, then we did the Velocicoaster, <laughs> which is uh, more or less the, the newest ride in between the two parks. Um, it just opened this year, and it's fucking incredible. Um, it's probably my favorite out of everything that we did. Um, I'm I'm a roller coaster guy, you know, through and through. Um, I always like to tell the story of Lindsay popping my cherry way back when, when I was like 16 or 17 years old. We went to Six Flags together. Uh, We weren't, I don't think we were even dating yet. Um, I hadn't broken her will and spirit. (laughs) Yeah, with my incessant uh, asking out. Um, But yeah, she, her and one of our mutual friends convinced me to ride my first upside down ride. And uh, yeah, I, I ended up getting really sick because I was like so tense the entire time Uh, but yeah we um, anyways so the VelociCoaster just like the Hulk um, maybe even more so like they are very crazy about you putting all your stuff in a locker
1: yeah like honestly I think you could have brought your cell phone on the Hulk if you just kept it in your pocket Um, but the VelociCoaster I don't know about that one Um, you spend a lot more time upside down on the Velocicoaster Mm -hmm. and there's no, um, restraint like over your shoulder. You're just like, there's just like the lap restraint. So it's definitely much more of a thrill ride than the Hulk. Like the Hulk was just fun. Like Mm -hmm. it's just fun. The music is fun and the ride was fun. The Velocicoaster, I mean, it was great. It was fun. But it was just more thrilling. There was definitely more of that like feeling yourself drop a little bit, like,
0: yeah, yeah. like I, I do know what you mean about the Hulk. Like they have the two speakers in your your headrest, and it's playing like like it it's very like Avengers type music, like yeah, like it's that kind of like triumphant like, Comic book m- movie music uh, playing behind you, and so like it, it helps like get your heart racing and, and puts you like in that mindset of riding that like a themed ride like that. Um, so yeah, there you know there's no music element to the Velocicoaster but it doesn't need it because it just rips your fucking face off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to spoil too much of it uh, because you like everyone should go in blind to that ride because there's a couple surprises. Uh, and I just haven't been on anything else like it, um, in my life. Like the, like Lindsay said, there's a couple of times, like you spend quite a bit of time upside down. Yeah. (laughs) Where it's just like, Hey, we're going to hang you upside down for like four (laughs) seconds. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, when you're on the Hulk, I mean, you're, you go upside down, but it's just, like, super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but Velocicoaster, yeah, definitely not as fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see, and then uh, after Velocicoaster, uh, we watched the, the Hogwarts light show. They they project this light show with um, the Sorting Hat, and he has, like, a, a monologue where he talks about the, the four houses and... You know, uh, what kind of people get sorted into the four houses and it, it's super cool. It's not very long. I, it's maybe what, like eight, ten minutes long?
1: Yeah, I would say ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but we probably got there around 7.50 and it didn't start until like 8.40 mm-hmm. when it got dark. Yeah. Um, but it's a good thing that we got there when we did because mm. otherwise we would not have had seats.
0: Yeah, um, the one good thing about uh, getting there when people were already there was that people were already there because we were trying to figure out exactly where to go to watch it. Like, we're like, can we just stand anywhere and watch it? Like, we don't want to be in the way, uh, you know, where people are trying to, like, walk, like, you know, so we didn't know. But it turns out, like, the bridge crossing from, like, you know, for lack of better words, like Jurassic Park land over into um, Hogsmeade uh, is uh, that's the bridge that everyone stands on and they do tape part of it off um, for uh, to dedicate like this is where people can stand to watch the light show past this white line like you can't go like you have to be inside the white line because they still want to dedicate part of the walking bridge for people to actually cross over that don't want to watch the light show. Um, but yeah, we definitely suggest staying for this, um, it is a lot of fun, really pretty. Um, there's a little bit of fireworks, nothing that's going to, you know, rival <laughs> the 4th of July fireworks you, you see, but it's still a, you know, a fun experience, at least do it once. Um, so yeah, Um, So that was day one. Like we said, we did Hagrid's um, Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure again. Uh, Flight of the Hippogriff, we said earlier, that was a, you know, a a kiddie ride, but still a lot of fun. And you do get, like, one of the best views of Hogwarts, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Then we did the Hogwarts Express to Diagon Alley, Breakfast at the Leaky Cauldron, that, uh basically same breakfast options you get from the three broomsticks. Uh, And it's a similar aesthetic experience. Um, But, uh, you know, if you are a diehard fan, you'll probably pick up more on the, the details um, of like, Oh yeah, this really is like, you know, uh, the leaky cauldron or the three broomsticks. Like you'll see things that set the two apart to me. You know, just being like a, I love Harry Potter, but I wouldn't really be able to say like, which one is which on the inside. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Um, then we did Escape from Gringotts again. Still fun. Uh, we did the infamous Fast and Furious ride. It's infamous among certain circles uh, because it's, we'll just say that the ride mirrors the movies and that's. It's... How should we put it?
1: Not, it not doesn't lame. make a lot of sense. The right. S- the story doesn't exactly make a lot of sense.
0: Just like the movies.
1: <laughs> Correct. It's, you know. Um, so, um, you know, but it it's just like a fun ride. The queue was fun. You got to saw see yeah. lots of cool cars. And like... We, I like the Fast and the Furious movies. They're just really fun car chase movies. Yeah. You know, you don't go in there to watch a Fast and the Furious movie expecting your... High art. Yeah. You're not expecting your mind to be expanded. (laughs) Right. Um, you're not, you're not going in there for the, you know, amazing storytelling or anything. Um... So yeah, I mean it, it. for for what it is, it was fine, and the queue is usually relatively short, from what I've seen. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we waited. We didn't wait at all. <laughs> like the only time, uh, the only thing we really had to wait for was um, them to get enough people, because it's one of those like things where they they have like a couple different parts where they they have like introductory since it's like storyline based uh, where they're like, Oh, we, we need you to come in and help us with this, like with this job, like, you know, um, Shaw is trying to, you know, do this and you got to help Dom, you know, rescue this and hijack these, these cars. And, you know, and, and so they're trying to rope you into the storyline. So, um, you know, quite a bit of like the experience is kind of, getting you into that mindset so that was kind of neat like I liked it um, I would even write it again um, I think it would be fun if they upgraded the story uh, after a while because um, you know uh, Lindsay like you said we've we've been following the fast and Furious movies um, we've seen all of them multiple times and this one clearly uh, follows like the fast five storyline i believe where the first um shaw brother is is part of um uh, like even before um what's his name jason statham comes into the picture yeah so that that gives you an idea of when they wrote the storyline for this ride but you know i i'd say this ride is it could
1: be improved 1000 percent if they would just make it like a car ride like and not a party bus Yeah, because you're not in a car, which is the first problem. You're, like, in a bus, Mm -hmm. and so it's just, like I said, the storyline is just a little bit awkward, but anyway, moving on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, write it once just for the experience, and then, you know, make your own informed decision about it. Uh, After Fast and Furious, uh, so this is actually where we started to incorporate our let's ride things as we come to them rule um so we uh, so we literally just started writing things as we as we came to them and the next up was transformers that was a lot of fun uh, another 3d 4d ride uh with glasses and it was i'd say it was probably the longest yeah f- uh like 3d ride that we did it, it, it was surprisingly long and when it kept going, I was like, oh, God, like I, I was just waiting f- for the tipping point where I was like, just going to hurl or <laughs> get so sick that I, I would just have to close my eyes for the rest of the ride. Um, but it was it was actually fine. Um, maybe my uh, like my equilibrium or senses were just getting acclimated finally. But either way, you know, it, it wasn't bad at all. Um, and I'm also a big Transformers fan. Just like Fast and Furious, it's one of those turn your brain off kind of thing. <laughs> and just watch the the big fighting mecha zords. Uh, so, yeah, um, definitely suggest Transformers. Um, after that, uh, we Lindsay wanted to get our caricature done. Um, yeah. This is something that, she I mean I was like whatever but she really wanted to do it so we did it and we had a pretty fun conversation with uh, the girl that did our picture yeah. um, she was really cool and um, she was uh, a Florida native and yeah she she did a really good job on our picture she drew us like witches and wizards
1: yes and David was wearing the sorting hat mm-hmm. and yeah it was really awesome
0: yeah it was, it was a lot of fun um, we, so we did that and then we rode the ET ride, which is actually one of the oldest rides in the park. Like it opened, uh, with, uh, Universal Studios. Um, I think what was it, 1998 that it, that it opened
1: something uh, like that. Yeah. I think
0: that's when I, uh, read or saw that it opens. Um, it's a pretty old ride, uh, but I it E.T. E. has a lot of charm to it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, it's it's all like animatronics. You're on like a, a bike, so it's it's kind of like a simulated uh, part of that scene from E.T. where you know his bike get uh, him and E.T. get lifted. You know, yes, off the ground and you know that we're flying like whatever they say. It's been a long time since I've seen E.T. but um, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of charm to it. And uh, I don't. It, I kind of got emotional during the ride because, one, it, it brought me back to the first time I rode it uh, when, you know, I, I went to Universal for the first time. But also, like, E.T. was a big part of my childhood. Um, I owned that and Who Framed Roger Rabbit on VHS. And I would just alternate those, like, all day, every day. Like, those were the... The two movies that we owned, and I just watched the shit out of them. Um, so yeah, this this ride was a lot of fun. It brought back some fond memories. Um, then we took a break, and uh, after we came back in the afternoon again, we rode uh, the Rip Ride Rocket. Is isn't that what it is called? Yes. Yeah, you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Um, it's just another roller coaster. Um, you actually, if you do the photo pass, you actually get a video of yourself riding it, which is right. pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, because like my face, like going up that big <laughs> hill was not me having fun. That, um, that was
0: legit kind of scary. Like, cause it's not like an incline where you're going up to, you know, do the first drop. You're literally like perpendicular to the ground. Like Yeah. Yeah, like space shuttle style.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I love roller coasters and it was still a little like, uh, no. But um also, um, you get to choose the music on this ride, you mm-hmm. get to choose which music you listen to and then Do the you other-
0: remember the music that we chose?
1: No. And then <laughs> we it doesn't have the over the shoulder restraint, it has like the lap thing again. So
0: it didn't. I thought it had the Mm-mm. okay.
1: Uh, so I mean, it was a really fun roller coaster. I will do it again easily.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing to note about these, uh, uh, that was another roller coaster where, uh, like, everything must go in a locker. Yes. <clears throat> also, um, but yeah, one thing to note about Rip Ride Rocket. The Hulk um, Velocicoaster, especially since it has a lot of aerial stuff and upside-down elements, um, they will shut down the ride if it gets too windy. Um, yes,
1: especially Rip Ride Rocket. Yeah. Um, because there's, like, a huge, very, very tall incline mm-hmm. at the beginning of this ride, and it just it gets shut down when it gets too windy.
0: Yeah, like, I think... Um, what was it, the, it? I think it was our off day on Wednesday. We went to City Walk and I noticed it wasn't running like at all. Um, I was like, oh, it must be shut down. So, yeah, that that tends to happen sometimes. It yeah, it does kind of suck. We were pretty fortunate where that didn't really happen to us where we, we were queued up to ride something and then then it just gets shut down. I guess that's another pro with Express Passes is that it's that's less likely to happen because you spend less time in lines. So, yeah, just another thing to consider when considering Express Passes. Um, after Rip Ride Rocket was Jimmy Fallon. This one made us both equally sick.
1: It was a lot of 3D um, and it had the glasses and mm-hmm. But I will say that I thought it was really funny, and I think our son, who is about to be eight, would have really enjoyed it. Yeah. There's some really cheesy moments. It's it's actually a race car, which would have made more sense for <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there's some, like, really cheesy moments. You know, you're, like, touring New York, so you get to see the Statue of Liberty, you know, like... There's a part where pizza gets
0: thrown at you. And then you fly to the moon.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then you go to the moon and you see like a shark and I don't know. It's just all this random stuff. But, um, you know, I think the height requirement is still 40 inches. But um, if you've got younger kiddos, I think they would probably enjoy this one.
0: Yeah. Despite uh, it, you know, making me a little, uh, a little nauseated uh, or motion sick, it... I'd I'd ride it again in a heartbeat just to see how Charlie would get a kick out of it because, like you said, I, I think he would love the shit out of it. The 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 sheer craziness of it, the the silliness. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, then we did Men in Black. That's another one that's been there for a good while. Um, that was okay. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, Nothing to write home about. I we guess. got to shoot
1: some aliens. It was yeah. good. David won.
0: <laughs> uh I mean barely. Like No,
1: he won. Like by like 30,000 points. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, but it's uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely one of those older rides. The the queue is really cool though. They have like this long strip where you see like a lot of uh I mean I I, I don't think they're the same props from the movie, but, like, it's in glass cases and, like, on display for you. So, it kind of looks like all the guns. Like, if you remember the Men in Black movie, like, there's a couple scenes where, like, cases open up, like, and compartments just expand. And you see, like, all the weapons that they use. And it was, it kind of felt like that, where you got to see, like, all the weapons. So, that was that was kind of fun. Um and then, uh, so we did the Hogwarts Express back uh, from Diagon Alley, back to Hogsmeade. Uh, we went to Honeydukes and <laughs> spent a ridiculous amount of money on candy. Yes. Uh, it's it's not hard to do because the candy is a little bit expensive. Um, yes. But we did, like, you know, we, we wanted to buy for us and for our kids and for family that hadn't been to Universal yet. So... Um, And then we did the Hulk uh, one last time. Yes. And that was, uh, that wrapped up our universal experience.
1: Yes. And I was very sad.
0: Yeah. Like Um,
1: very sad.
0: I, yeah, but I, I, I ended up talking you into getting your robes. Like you, you know, you, you got your wand on the first day um, and then we went back and uh, into the same shopping place as uh, where you got your wand and you try it on the robes, and they they looked great, and they fit well. And you're like, I don't know, it's, it seems kind of silly. And I was like, if you don't buy those robes, I'm going to buy them. <laughs> so I, I basically forced Lindsay to buy the robes because she deserved the full experience. Um, and she'll get some use out of it, you know, like come Halloween and all the other conventions that we end up going to. So, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was universal. Um, we're I think we're just gonna spend a little bit of time uh, going over what we did at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios because uh, we were only there for about a half day,
1: right? Like until about two o'clock. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because um, we uh, we really just wanted to go for the Star Wars stuff. Like when we did um, Disney the uh, all four Disney parks. Several years ago for our honeymoon, uh, we, we really enjoyed all four parks, but our favorite by far was Hollywood Studios because it had like the most uh, like legit roller coasters. So we want to go back and, and do some of those again and then, of course, see the new uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, so when we got there, we, we did Rock and Roller Coaster. That was like a, a 10 minute wait. So, you know, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, then, uh, we just, uh, beeline for, uh, Galaxy's Edge. We looked around for a little bit. The pictures that you see online and maybe from your friends that have gone and have shown you, like, none of it will do it justice, like, until you actually go and see everything. Like, your your jaw will just drop and you'll probably cry, um, and, uh, it's just... It's amazing. Um, if you are a Star Wars fan, it's it's pretty incredible to to be there. It's just like it's the same kind of theming and uh, mindset as uh, like the Harry Potter stuff, like Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, where they build these structures so high where you can't see any other part of the park. You can't see any other rides like you the the idea is to transform your surroundings so that it puts you in, you know, like the cantina or Moss Eisley or, you know, wherever you're supposed to be. Um and they they do an excellent job of that. Um so we walked around for a little bit just kind of like taking it all in um cuz I had a um I booked an appointment like four months (laughs) before our trip to build a lightsaber at uh, Savvy's workshop. And um, I'm glad I I booked that because it it seemed like it was booking up pretty fast. Yes, very much so. Like there were people that were coming up and trying to get reservations for later on that day. And I think they were, but it was like later on that day, like that night. Yeah. Right
1: yeah i mean i think they were turning some people away even like saying like we do not have slots yeah for
0: um yeah so i guess a, a little bit about the, the the lightsaber building experience um you uh if you book just a reservation for yourself you can bring one other person with you like if you know, like you're bringing a partner or a friend or whatever that's not planning on building a lightsaber. That's totally cool. They can come in too. Um, they do kind of have to stand off to the side, like kind of behind you and a little bit catty corner or just, just so they're out of the way. Um, but they do allow, like, as long as you don't have the flash on, you can take pictures and whatnot. I I would definitely suggest bringing someone with you so they can take pictures for you because you don't want to miss any part of this experience like cuz it's not like just you going in and like they hand you some parts and they're like all right have fun and then they just leave like it's not like that at all like it's curated the entire time like they talk about um like the girl was fucking incredible like she talked about um the like uh, some of the Jedi lore and the lightsaber lore like she was very knowledgeable and she just did an amazing job of, like, transporting you and putting you into that mindset of, like, being a Jedi. <laughs> being a Jedi and, like, you know, like you were actually there to build a real-life lightsaber. And, um, and so, you, you like, you beforehand, they have you pick out what kind of style you want. There's, like, four different styles. I, I forget what they're called um but you know it's more or less like you know here's like the light side like you're a defender um here's one where it's like the dark side it's kind of like sith driven and whatnot um and then there's one where it's like natural where it uses parts of wildlife like, like a rancor horn yeah like i'd never seen this lightsaber or tooth before. i think
1: it was yeah
0: yeah rancor tooth um it's the coolest thing I, I i've ever seen um I ended up not doing this one just because I wanted one that was a little bit more traditional but if I went back and built another one <laughs> I'd probably do that one it was really cool um but after you have completely built your lightsaber uh you the the girl like will come around or or whoever is the lead curator they they come around and talk to you about like your lightsaber and and what all you have uh uh like the choices you made to build the um the hilts. the uh. hilt yeah and it m- like mine was really cool like i didn't know <laughs> what i was doing i just i was like ooh that's pretty um like i said it's it, it was more of a traditional like you know luke skywalker obi-wan kenobi type of hilt um, but it had some gold, like, mixed in there as well. And she was telling me how... What was she saying? She's like... It's kind of like a Jedi of the future, but paying homage and respect to, like, the Old Republic. And
1: Yeah, and then she also made note of the two different grips on it. Right. And then the weight that it kind of added to give you better balance. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just... And she did this for everyone, like... It's just the amount of knowledge that um, these people have about lightsabers is just incredible. Like, I went into it thinking, I was like, this is silly and borderline stupid to, like, spend $240 on something like this. But it was, like, I, I teared up during this, this experience. I would
1: also like to note that almost every single person in there was an adult man. <laughs> There, there were no... was
0: one kid. Uh, okay. No, it... I I wasn't saying that like, uh, like, I was, I was agreeing with you. Like a room of, you think maybe there's like 12
1: something like people that, in yeah. there. Like
0: it's, it's not a lot, like it's not a big room, but yeah, there's, um, out of like 12, 13, 14 people in there, there was like one kid. <laughs> but she was like with her dad or grandpa and he was building one as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, it was funny. I I was kind of expecting more kids, but I, I definitely, that helped me and being reassured that it wasn't as silly as I kind of worked it up to be in my mind. Um, so if you are a star Wars fan and a fan of lightsabers and, and just want it just do it, don't, don't think twice. Just, yes, it's a lot of money, but fuck it. You know, just just do it. Um, so after that, we did uh, Rise of the Resistance. It was at 120-minute wait, but we're like, it's not going to get any better. Let's just do it. Turns out we only waited about 40 minutes, I think. I
1: would say it was closer to an hour.
0: You think so? Yeah. I, I, I looked at my watch, like, when we got out, and it only, like with the wait time and the ride time, I felt like it was only about an hour or so, but yeah. it, I, I, could from the ride. time
1: we got into to the ride to the time we got off the ride, it was an hour and 10 minutes.
0: Okay. Still like, I mean, we, we, so we definitely did not wait, um, you know, uh, 120 minutes Correct. to ride the ride. Yes. Um, that was another ri- uh, ride that ran very efficiently. um, I'm not going to say anything about this ride uh because everyone deserves to go into this ride cold. It is is an experience for the ages. Um It was really cool. It's aside from like all the Harry Potter stuff we did was absolutely incredible. But this was this was something else. Um Yeah, is is incredibly special and yeah, you uh, you cannot go to Galaxy's Edge and not ride Rise of the Resistance. So, yes. It's it's amazing. Um then uh we did lunch, a little bit of lunch, and um then we uh we did Toy Story Mania after isn't that what it's called? Toy mm-hmm. Story Mania? Um <laughs> that was one of the, uh, the the like the Disney Pixar rides that we did the first time around when we went for our honeymoon and it was like brand new then, uh, right? Yeah, um, and it's like it's it's still great. Like you know, it, it didn't feel all janky or anything. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's it was no longer like the the new kid in town because Slinky Dog Dash is brand new. Like it just opened this year, I think. Yeah, and um, that one it, it's definitely a kiddie ride, but you know, it's it's Disney World, so the lines for the kitty rides or are, are going to be some of the longest. Yeah. Um because you take your kids to Disney World. Yeah. So um so uh, yeah, Toy Story Mania, that was fun. Uh then we did Smuggler's Run, which is the other ride in Galaxy's Edge. And that was fun too. Uh you're basically inside the Millennium Falcon. Um Lindsay and I, we were drivers, right? You Pilots. Pilots, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, you did the, the, the left and right, uh, piloting and I did the up and down piloting. Yes. Um.
1: And then we had an engineer on board mm -hmm. and we had, um, some people to do the weapons, the protectors, I guess, of us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So each like ride, there's like five people. Right. And. It was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you kind of forget that you're in the Millennium Falcon uh, when when you first walk in, but then you see like the that like rounds booth where you know they play like that weird game of chess, whatever that that game is. The sab
1: sabx sabx sab. I don't
0: know. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Yeah, I saw. I was like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they, uh, also another uh must do i will say smugglers run is not as fun as rise of the resistance but uh you do it's it's a different type of ride yes a different type of experience like you have stuff to do like you're it's more interactive and like you you have jobs like literally <laughs> Um, whereas Rise of the Resistance is, um, you're kind of like along for the ride. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, we did Blue Milk, uh, to, to round off our afternoon. Um, and then we left. The, the Blue Milk is actually very tasty and very refreshing. Um,
1: it was interesting. I didn't hate it, but I didn't really love it either. I, I let David go for that.
0: Yeah, it's um, I it's hard to explain how, what the taste is. You you really just have to try it for yourself. Um, it is uh, it, it's like a, a a blended drink, sort of. Um, yes. Kind of uh. like a like an icy, but not like one of the fluffy ices Like it's like a like a it's mixed like a smoothie. Fr- yeah yeah exactly but it's i think it's prepared with like rice milk so um it, it actually I, I think it it goes well with like a lot of people's like dietary restrictions like people who can't have dairy and people who like are are like gluten-free like i, I think it checks a lot of boxes for that um i'd have to do a little bit more digging to to be sure but I want to say I read something or saw, watched a video, uh, you know, on a in-depth analysis on the blue milk. And they were talking about how that was one of the perks of it was they wanted to make it so that, like, you know, more. The, the most, most people, amount of
1: people possible could enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, like I said, I, I, th- I thought it was really good. It's um, It was uh, kind of uh, fruity and... Uh, but not too fruity. Is it? Like I said, it, it's hard to describe, but it's it's tasty. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. Um, I know we didn't really talk uh, about the um, like the new Lightning Lanes and the Genie Plus service. That it's it is a little bit of a chore to wrap your mind around. Like Lindsay said earlier, with Express passes and Universal. It's easy. You buy the express pass, then you go put your ass in the express pass line. Um, it's it's as easy as that. But with Disney and the new Lightning Lanes, like um, like it, a lot depends on if you're staying on Disney property or not. Uh, but like you you basically book ride times and. Um, to, to upgrade to Genie Plus, um, like anyone can do the, the quote unquote Genie experience. Um, you just download the, the Disney Experience app, and like you can go through the park and check all the rides that you want to do, and it kind of helps you formulate a game plan on when to do the rides throughout the day, which is pretty cool. Um, but then under, like, the lightning lane section or, like, tips section, it shows you, like, uh, like the, <clears throat> the times available for you to book, um, like, your lightning lane selection. Um, so when you can go and ride that ride. And you can only do, like, you can only book, like, two rides at a time. And they have to be within like a certain time period of each other. So you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve to to figuring out how it all works. But once you dedicate a little bit of time to it, it's it's not too complicated. I was able to understand it after a little bit, and if I can understand it, anyone can. Um, that's my motto. <laughs> um, but um, honey, did I forget anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah uh we spent quite a bit of time on this one um but you know it is quite an experience and i figured we would need a little bit of time to dedicate to it so
1: yeah it was really really awesome
0: yeah it was an amazing experience um i can't wait to do it again um i hope we can do it again soon like we said at the the beginning of the episode we're planning on or uh, already planning our trip back with the kids Cause we really like to take them to see some of the Disney stuff, but um, yeah. Um, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hope you learned something um, or were at least entertained um, and uh, got to live vicariously through our experience. Um, like always, you can uh, find us on all social media. You can download and follow the podcast on all streaming platforms Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon, you name it, we're on there more than likely. Um, Leave us a rating and review where applicable. That's basically Apple Podcasts and Spotify and a couple others. Uh, We definitely appreciate good ratings and reviews um, because that helps us out. Um, It's a, a cheap uh, free actually uh, free way to to help out the podcast it doesn't cost you a thing however if you are interested in things that cost you a tiny bit of your hard earned dollars uh, we do have a patreon where we have like a private group chat where we talk about future uh and uh, upcoming episodes we bounce ideas off of each other and try to you know figure out what to do in the future um It's a good time, close-knit group of uh, of folks, and uh, got a couple different tiers for that uh, in our Patreon, so give that a look, and um, yeah, that's going to do it. Be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake.
1: Bye. Bye.